it's it's sad because a lot of the venues that we were supposed to play might not exist by the time like the tour gets rescheduled like i don't know what venues are still be around Hey everybody, Vince here from Metal Sucks, back on the Quarantine Cast, where we are on quarantine, you are on quarantine, all the metal musicians we love are also on quarantine, so it's a great time to be doing interviews because we can get literally anybody to come on with us because everybody's at home right now. Uh, <laughs> so today, our guest is Mark from Vale of Maya. Um, Mark... What are you doing to keep busy during this downtime? Are you doing anything for work? Are you doing band stuff? Like, have you been on lockdown for the past two months? Give us a little update on what's been going on in your life. Oh, I've been on lockdown. Um, we were supposed to go on tour with Animals as Leaders and Dance Gavin Dance, and our tour got canceled the very first day. So we just went straight home. And I guess like during this time, I'm supposed to be working on a new album which I'm, I'm trying to do, but it's, it's, it's hard finding that same motivation because I get inspired by going out and going to concerts and interacting with people. And like, I don't know, it's hard to be forced to make your best work, uh, completely alone. And I don't know, for me, at least that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. So when you were preparing for that tour, were you guys actually, you were like in the bus gear loaded up, like ready to go. And then the, the plug got pulled. Exactly. Yeah. Like, as soon as we rolled up, our manager walked in and was like, all right, tour's canceled. <laughs> and oh then, my God. So literally like you're at the first venue, like ready to load in. And then first venue. And it was sold out like 4,000 people and then tour's canceled. It's like, that's like all of, you know, all of our bills and everything were relying on that tour. <laughs> like everything was planned around it. And then that was also going to be like, you know, my inspiration for, for writing too. Cause I'm going to be around so many talented people that I'm friends with. And I don't know. It was, it was a big hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, what what does that look like financially for you guys? I mean, you must have had merch printed up, you know, like bus partially paid for at least. Uh, like, what does that look like? Can you give us some transparency on that? Um. Well, I do not handle the money, but yeah, it, it was it's bad. Like, you know, we owe the merch companies, and then we did have a down payment on our transportation and all that, and then we had crew out with us. We had to fly them home. I don't know. It was just a big mess. It sucked for everybody. Wow. So are you taking measures to try and recoup some of that money, like selling the merch online or, you know, like what is, what does a band in your position do? I mean, I have to imagine it would be like 50 grand, a hundred grand easy. Just like it just costs you out. I honestly, I don't know. Uh, Cause like, I know this is, it's the same for everybody. And then like at the same time, like even labels and venues, everyone's losing money. And it's, it's sad because a lot of the venues that we were supposed to play might not exist by the time like the tour gets rescheduled. Like, I don't know what venues are still be around. I don't know if movie theaters are still going to be around. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of scary. It's it's a scary time, man. I, I feel that too. You know, we're we're dealing with it too. Like probably people don't think of the media as really being affected, but our main source of advertising income was concert venues. So you know, it's just like gone. Uh, you know, and we don't know what's coming either. So um, now this tour has been rescheduled. Um, I, I believe it's in maybe late July, early August, or August September. I, I forget exactly time frame uh you know and i have to say honestly speaking when i saw that i kind of was like that ain't gonna happen so you know like how do you feel about that 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I guess like I keep like all my doubts to myself typically, <laughs> but, um, I guess like if, if it gets canceled again, I guess we're prepared to reschedule it again and again. And, um, all in all, it's just more time for me to like snap out of this funk and, and finish writing her album. But <laughs> I don't know, man, it's, it's really hard to make plans right now. Cause yeah, yeah, I hear you. Thing. Um, so what, what about for you personally? Uh, you know, you mentioned that it's, it's tough being alone and I think we're all there, uh, for yeah. the band, uh, you know, like I would, I would imagine, I think most people would imagine that this is your primary source of income and has been for the past five, 10 years or so. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So like, what do you, what do you do? You know, if there's no touring for the next year, let's say like, you know, what are you going to do? Um, well, I mean, like financially, is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, like I'm like, uh, I guess I'm like, I have, I have money like, uh, stored for, for situations like this for emergencies or whatever that I don't like to tap into, but I mean, I'll be okay. Mentally, I think as a touring musician, like in between tours, this is typically what we would go through anyways, because getting older, like all of our friends growing up would start families or careers and then just be busy when, when we're home from tour. So like, I'm kind of already used to spending time by myself and like, you know, figuring, figuring out how to be a person by myself. But like, I mean, the, the rest of the world isn't used to that, you know, then it's, it's, it's rough. Like at first it, it makes you question who you are and like, you know, your value and all that. And like, I don't know, like, I'm just worried about, you know, people that aren't used to this because it, it, it is scary, you know, being by yourself and just being trapped in your head for this, this amount of time. For sure. Yeah. You mentioned earlier also that you were trying to complete the new album. Um, yeah. are, are like, are you experiencing some, some writer's block kind of in doing that, just being alone? Like you mentioned that you like to feed off the energy of being around people for inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I mean, yeah, I mean, not everyone's like that, but for me personally, I like, I like to be out and about and like, I like to see live music and get inspired by that or get inspired by my relationships with my friends and stuff. And without having that, or like, even without having like that energy in the room while I'm trying to write, like it, it just makes it a lot harder to, to believe in what I'm doing. And also not knowing when, when concerts are going to come back is also like, you know, not the most motivating thing, especially for this kind of music. This is like music that's meant to be played live, you know, like, like I grew up going to hardcore shows and, you know, like, and then you don't play that kind of music to sit in your room and meditate. You, it's like a aggressive, you know, social thing. Yeah. For so sure. like it's hard to imagine like front men saying like, uh, and you know, instead of like open up this fucking pit, you know, like stand six feet apart, you know, like it just doesn't. Yeah. I don't even want to play that concert. Yeah. I don't want to like, I don't know. That's it defeats the whole purpose. Is, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be a while here, I think. So, um, well, in the meantime, you released a single outsider. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, so now is that going to be part of the eventual album or is that just a standalone thing kind of to tide fans over for the time being? Um, well, I mean, it is included in like the album sessions that, that we started on last year. But maybe, I don't know, depending on how many new songs get written, it could, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm going to assume right now that it's going to be a part of the album. Gotcha. And uh, where, where do things stand on that album? Like what, 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 what were you guys able to accomplish during those sessions that you did? And what do you still need to do going forward? Um, well, 
I was working in a studio last year on, on the album and we were able to, you know, record skeletons of like maybe eight songs. So it was kind of, kind of an incomplete album. And then uh, we were going to, you know, finish it after the tour or on the tour and after the tour. And then all this happened. So like now it's just kind of like disenchanting to listen to it. It's like because it's not finished and like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. We heard it a lot. So, I mean, I guess right now, like, I want to just start from scratch and write as many new songs as I can and then maybe go back and finish the old ones and have have a lot of material. I guess that's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I hear you. Is that just kind of because of, like, the mental state that you're in right now? Like, you almost feel like the stuff that was written before is not really applicable to today's world? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like what's get, getting me going at the moment, you know, like it's there and I can go back to it when I get inspired to do that again. But like right now, like I'm, especially now that we have the one song out and I can kind of judge reaction off of it. Like I kind of like, you know, like it helps me know what direction I want to go in instead of, you know, kind of going all, all over the place. Yeah, so what, what direction do you want to go in? I am feeling that, um, remaining a heavy band is the move and like kind of going back to our roots is, is kind of the vibe. Um, I know that there's still going to be people that, that don't like singing obviously. And I, I'm aware of it, but at the same time we make a lot of new fans at the same time. So like kind of want to have a few songs that are, that do kind of have the technical death metal vibe that we used to do. But at the same time, I'd like to mix that and into the progressive world as well. I don't know if going full radio rock is the move for us. I don't think like our fans will believe that, but um, I know that you know it would be beneficial in some ways. So I don't know. Trying to find a middle ground between all of that is is what I'm working on. But I feel like heavy is the move, and then like if it's catchy enough for radio, then whatever. But like that shouldn't be the main focus of of our songwriting. It was a really interesting way you phrased that. I don't know if our fans will believe that. Uh, yeah. what, what do you what do you mean by that what do you mean by believe it well like say for example like uh how bring me the horizon started becoming like a radio band like however many years back and then like seems like a lot of the warp tour scene kind of try to jump on that train and, and be the next bring me the horizon and there isn't going to be another bring me the horizon there that's them you know people are just gonna be like you sound like them so like nobody wants to hear your band sound like that everyone is just going to listen to them and like, you know, same thing, like, uh, you know, that band Knocked Loose, they got real big in the last few years or whatever. And I was just thinking, like, what if um, we took that album and put Veil of Maya on it? Like all of our fans would would be pissed. They wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be a big album because it says Veil of Maya. It doesn't say there isn't like a new young hype band. It's, it's like a band that that has expectations already. And so that, that's kind of what I mean by like convincing our fans that like it's okay to like this or whatever right well you guys have been a band you've been on the scene for a while now you know it's like kind of probably weird to think about more so for you than for me but you know you've been a band for like what like 12 like, years or something yeah really long <laughs> yeah you know like how, how does it feel you know now to be kind of like the veteran in the scene i hate it i don't know <laughs> there's like no one to look up to anymore like all the bands that i grew up listening to like aren't around or aren't killing it so it's like we have to make that transition to like oh like 
now you have to be the band that's making the original sound and the, the moves and, and all that. And it's, it's scary because, you know, there's always been someone to look up to or whatever. Like we were the young band when we came out, you know, and now, now we're so the better. It's better-er. easier. You can, your, your mistakes are forgiven. Yeah, exactly. Out. Like you can be a lot riskier when you start out. And then of course, nobody cares when you're, when you come out. But then once you're, once you're older, everyone's like, you need to sound like your first album again. You know, that one that no one cared about. <laughs> when's, when's the veil of Maya experimental doom album coming? That's, that's the real curveball. You got to <laughs> lob fans ways. Oh yeah, for sure. We're going to be a stoner rock band next yeah, album. You, you should do it. You know, you could like, uh, you could go all suicide silence, throw, throw fans a curveball, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I actually love that album, but I was like the only person I think. I feel like maybe if they put one of the heavy songs as, as the first single, then it, then no one would have, it would have been fine. But like, it was, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's in there. Um, well, you got some time to figure that out. So are, are you in touch with the other guys? Uh, do you write collaborati- collaboratively? Do you send files back and forth? Or is it pretty much you writing stuff and, you know, and, and sending it to the dudes? I, yeah, I like typically write the, the music. I mean, I'm welcome to everyone's ideas, but, but yeah, typically I write the music and then uh, Lucas, or vocalist, will do the vocals. Have you been in touch with those guys at all? Or are they all doing okay? Yeah. I think yeah, we have we have a group chat and stuff. We're all everyone's holding in there. I mean, money and stuff is scary for sure still, but but yeah, I mean, we don't there's not there's all you can do is keep keep going and and hope for the best. Yeah. Um and now about how about for you personally are like all you know all your close friends, family, has anybody been stricken with COVID-19? Uh, or, you know, have you uh, or, or, you know, are, are people for most part keeping safe and just staying isolated? Um, I've, I've, I've met, I know maybe six people that have had it, but everyone's okay now. Um, I don't know if I've had it. I think I'm fine. I mean, who knows? Cause you know, we do travel a lot and I've been sick in the last year or so, but I don't know. I think I'm for the most part, I think we're, we're all good. Um, it was really scary at first because I didn't I didn't know like every time like I would cough or like or get anxiety I'd be like oh it's it's harder to breathe I don't know what this is. but yeah that's all it's mostly all in my head so yeah uh, well I have read in the news in in the past week that the Chicago area is one of the new rising centers have you yeah. seen that personally no um actually what well, one of my housemates uh runs the McCormick Center, which is where they're like the big hospital uh, for for COVID patients is. And they just released their last patient like a few days ago. So now that's completely empty. I mean, I, I guess we're supposed to be preparing for a spike like in a week or so. But I don't know. Hmm. I, I haven't really gone out very much. So I don't know. Everything's you know, well, What's your routine like? Do you go to the supermarket? Do you go anywhere else? Or, you know, like, do you order in? Um, I, yeah, I go grocery shopping sometimes. Um, my neighbor is actually Ronnie from Born of Osiris. So we hang out quite a bit and, uh, keep each other sane. That's good. At least you got some, uh, you know, close interpersonal contact with somebody, you know, has been keeping safe as well. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but all we, all we do is go grocery shopping and then I don't know our schedule. It's hard to tell the difference between days. Like my sleeping schedule is all messed up. But, um, 
Oh, I know, man. I feel you. Like I, I've been telling people that uh, I've become so intimately familiar this year with like the progression of spring, like each tree that comes in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. Like I, I, I see that because like the only thing to like pay attention to, you know, there's like the news is the same every day. There's yeah. no sports. There's really not. There's no shows to go to. You know, there's like there's nothing. There's no social events. It's just all what's in your little bubble. Yeah. I mean, that that's one of the things that that kept me optimistic at first, too, is like for the first time in my life, like there's no FOMO, like the most <laughs> famous people in the world are just sitting at home, too. Like no one can do anything cool right now. So, I mean, I don't that's like one of the positive things. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel that because like I was thinking like, you know, like, oh, maybe we could move up here uh, for, for those people who are listening. Mark and I were chatting before the call. I'm currently I'm up in Woodstock, New York, in the country, about two hours north of New York City. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I could almost imagine myself staying here. But then I remember that that's just because I know that nothing is going on in New York City either, that I don't have the, the FOMO of being there. Um, yeah. But um, I am glad to be out of New York City. That's for sure. Yeah, that's stress. I mean, because that's like Chicago, but more condensed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Way, way less space. Um, well, I'm glad you're doing okay. It sounds like you're hanging in. Um, you know, I know you have a, a task ahead of you here to to write this album. Do you have any idea, like, uh, like time frame of when that might hit the streets or the E streets? Realistically, it'll be very early next year, just based off of everything that's happening. But um, hopefully I have it at least written by the end of the next month or so. <laughs> that's, that's a goal. I'm a, I, mean, I mean, I can't even like play video games or watch TV or anything because I always feel like I'm supposed to be working on the album. So It's hard, man. It's like and it's the, the worst time because you, there's literally nothing else to do. So the pressure is on you like you feel that yeah. like creative pressure. Yeah, yeah. I totally feel you. Um, but I don't like being pressured, <laughs> like hanging out and like having it come. Like they usually write themselves, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so I'm just like out hanging out with people and I'm like, oh, idea. And then there yeah. it is. Well, maybe you can find some way to to turn that into something positive. Um, so, Mark, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad that you're okay. Your bandmates are okay. Uh, regarding, regarding that tour, I guess we're just going to have to wait to see. Uh, but hopefully you're able to get back out on the road sooner rather than later. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, Mark, and take care. Thanks for having me, man.